Coast Business News, International Sports and Entertainment News, right here on GTR. GTR. Good afternoon and welcome to the Midday News. Coming up this afternoon, court finds Charles Bissou 500 sitters over his indecisiveness on his case against the OSP. Akosombo Dam's pillage used contingency fund to provide support for affected persons, says Ablakwa. NHIS can cover renal services. Dr. Okoboy explains how it can be done. And in other stories, the current tax system doesn't favor manufacturing sector, says AGI. This business sports and showbiz is coming in this afternoon's bulletin. The news will be read by Awintemi Akansukum. Now let's settle for the details. The former secretary to the Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, Charles Bissou, has been slapped with a 500 cities fine over what the Human Rights Court says is his failure to take a decision on his case seeking to stop the office of the special prosecutor from investigating and prosecuting him. Charles Bissou filed a writ at the High Court in Accra in June seeking to prevent the office of the special prosecutor from prosecuting him. OSP commenced investigations against Charles Bissou for his involvement in alleged corruption and corruption-related activities during his time as secretary for the IMCIM. The OSP made the disclosure of the fine against Charles Bissou on his ex-handle. The case against Charles Bissou has also been adjourned to November 15. Now, the Member of Parliament for Noftong in the Volta region, Samuel Okujoto Ablakwa, is calling on the government to utilize the contingency fund to provide relief to, per- to persons affected by the spillage of the Akosomo Dam. Ablakwa, in an interview with the media, intimated that the contingency fund was purposely created in anticipation of disasters such as the resultant destruction caused by the Akosombo Dam's village. Hence, the government should therefore not hesitate to use the fund to provide necessary relief for the affected people. He also bemoaned the inhumane condition under which the affected persons are living and highlighted that there is no need to wait for another budget cycle to include a relief package for the affected people when there is a fund that can readily be used. We don't need to wait for the next budget cycle. I was in the house when we approved the 2023 budget in November and we put as much as 600 million Ghana cities in the contingency fund. It is for these things. People are collapsing on a daily basis and they are living under inhumane conditions. That is what we use the contingency fund for. So we don't wait for another budget cycle because what is it meant is that my people should forget it because the budget would be approved in late December and spending can't start in January 2024. So what it means is my people will be living in classrooms under this inhumane condition. Now, the Chief Executive Office of the National Health Insurance Authority, NHIA, Dr. Bernard Okoboy, has suggested measures the government can adopt to reduce out-of-pocket expenses for renal patients. According to him, 
dialysis was too huge a cost for individuals battling kidney conditions to bear since most of them might be unable to pay for these services speaking to the media he said as a country i can tell you boldly if we are committed we can pay totally for kidney care elaborating on the way the government can reduce the burden on kidney patients he said first of all politically we have been going back and forth on funding to nhis kenya even pays for kidney transplant the reason is very simple 90 percent to 95 percent of the funds are directly with them secondly we can put some levy referred to as syntax on some one or two products which are normally not consumed by the ordinary person but by people in a particular class and the inflows on that can go into a fund not necessarily with national health insurance it can be the chronic disease fund or the peripheral disease fund which would go to the department that takes care of kidney care and other conditions like cardio diseases so that instead of the 700 cities that is being looked at you can retain 200 cities because 500 cities has been paid for by this fund thirdly we as a country can come together to take away all the taxes on any item that goes into kidney care we can look at two or three consumables that affect the pricing and the states can procure them directly conversations on what can be done to improve renal services have been in the news for some time now following the kolebu renal unit closure for over five months various stakeholders have advised that the service be migrated onto the nhis but those opposed say the scheme lacks the financial strength to take it up it is currently unclear what the next line of action would be however dr boy mentioned that a five-member committee has been charged to come up with recommendations to sustain the renal units now the president of the association of ghana industries agi has painted a gloomy picture of the country's manufacturing sector under the current regime although government has repeatedly stated that it acknowledges the critical role of the manufacturing sector in ghana's industrialization agenda the sector still faces numerous challenges thereby stifling growth the current government in particular had promised to move from taxation to production an assurance that gave much hope to the manufacturing sector with the rolling out of policies like the government's one district one factory initiative but in the view of seth chum akwabwa ceo of the association of ghana industries the tax system in ghana today is not favoring manufacturing at all speaking to the media wednesday mr akwabwa said there has been imposition of additional taxes we have the growth and sustainability levy which has just been introduced we have always complained about the street levy where you charge 15 percent of vat meanwhile you are paying 21.9 percent to the government by way of vat so if you are unable to recover then that additional six percent or so also adds to your cost of doing business the agi ceo expressed concern about the country's porous borders which makes it difficult for local manufacturers to compete favorably with imported products 
that gets into the country through unapproved routes and the importers escape taxes according to him local manufacturing firms are struggling to expand due to these challenges which means they cannot employ more people if you consider the fact that over 300,000 students are coming out of our tertiary institutions every year these are the sectors that should absorb a lot of our people but there are serious challenges in this area he said all other challenges that affect the growth of the sector such as high cost of capital must also be addressed simultaneously to get the best holistic results now moving straight to some business this afternoon ghana faces a challenging tax of balancing domestic tax revenue mobilization with protecting the fostering business growth in recent times following the introduction of new taxes particularly in the 2023 budget this budget has been a significant point of discussion particularly concerning its impact on businesses tax policies can have complex effect on businesses depending on factors such as the size and type of the business the specific sector it operates in and the overall economic context there are major concerns about the 2023 because it it was full of taxes largely influenced by the imf program the three billion dollar imf facility required ghana to undertake structural reforms to ensure a medium to long-term plan to generate additional revenue and reforms to bolster tax compliance which led to introduction of new taxes in 2023 kpmg and united nations development program conducted a 2024 pre-budgetary survey among businesses and the results indicates that businesses are in anticipating the 2024 budget to address and possibly review certain tax policies this anticipation of a review suggests that there are many concerns within the business community regarding the current tax policies conduciveness to business operations in ghana tax plays a significant role in a country's economic development as it provides the revenue needed to fund public services infrastructural projects and social programs that improve the overall quality of life for citizens globally there is a tipping point in taxation which represents the minimum level of taxes that a country needs to achieve to be on a developmental path this minimum rate is set at 15 percent of tax to gdp ratio over the years ghana has performed poorly in achieving this minimum threshold according to organization for economic cooperation and development revenue statistics report the highest tax to gdp ratio in ghana was 14.1 percent in 2021 with the lowest being 7.8 percent in 2000 this is lower than the average of both africa and lot lower middle income countries meaning that if you take out the total basket of production a smaller percentage gives us our domestic revenue needed for 
development now to some sports this afternoon head coach of kumasi asante kotoko sporting club dr prosper nate okum has called on the media to be circumspect with its reportage on the team he said this in his very emotive speech delivered at a presser organized by the club to address issues hurting the Pocopine Warriors as the record Ghanaian Premier League winners struggle in the 2023-2024 Betpar Premier League. Kotoko ranks 14th in the 18-team league standing after drawing two games and losing another two in a four-game stretch. After speaking on his young player's ability to play in the first team and taking a swipe at politicians in Kotoko, Dr. Ogum directed his eye at the media saying you the media rather should look at things critically and then talk to those issues as they are do not discuss issues based on emotions but discuss issues based on tactical facts Kotoko plays FC Summertex 1996 Saturday November 11 and Mediema SC on Sunday November 19, 2023. To show this, popular Nigerian actress Regina Daniels has stoked conversations on the sacrifices of parents with the disclosure that she will give her kidney to her husband, Ned Ngoku, than to her father should both need it to survive. The mother of two indicated that her decision is based on her utmost belief in the happiness and well-being of her children, which is on the top of her priorities. As a mother, I will donate my kidney to my children's father, not because he is my husband, but because I don't want my children to grow up without a father, she stated. This statement has earned her admiration and praises from the public who lauded her selfless decision and unwavering commitments of prioritizing her children's happiness and well-being. Regina Daniels' willingness to make this significant sacrifice for her family sends a message about the enduring bond between parents and the length to which they will go to protect their children's interests. Regina Daniels was just 19 years old when Ngoku and Daniels' controversial marriage took place in April 2019 and for days afterwards, it trended on social media. However, in a recent interview, Regina mentioned that her marriage to 62-year-old Benonier much better than the online discussions. She disclosed that her husband pampers her and that she doesn't have to do any house chores. Regina also said that they laugh when they read the negative comments about their marriage online. And that's how we draw curtains on the midday news on Ghana Talks Radio. The news was read by Awintemi Akansukum. And I say thanks so much for making time. Good evening. Get it big. Get it here. Listen to all your life mixes, live radio programs, and live entertaining and news package programs right here from GTR. Ghana Talks Radio.